Welcome to the Way of Crypto podcast. I'm your host, Nathan. Today's date is May 25th, 2022. It is 11.37 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Some news going on. We have a Fed meeting today that we're going to cover tomorrow. Uh, Big headline, I think, is uh, JP Morgan has come out and said that uh, it actually prefers crypto over real estate as an asset and the price of Bitcoin uh, right now, as per JP Morgan, this is their uh, their quote, they're pricing it as over 20% undervalued. Fair market price should be 38,000 USD for a Bitcoin. Interesting news on, uh, on the, on the uh, I guess, mainstream investor front. They actually think uh, Bitcoin is undervalued at its current price. I couldn't agree more, obviously, and I'm sure most of you listeners, uh, most of the people listening to this podcast agree right now is a great time to buy uh, Bitcoin. It does feel like we're at a bottom. I know we've been here before, uh, but it feels like we're at a bottom, and uh, they actually prefer the asset to housing um, and real estate, which is interesting as an investment. Uh, it's pretty big news. So. We're going to have a quick look at the markets. Greed and fear, it's at 11 right now, uh, so slightly below yesterday. That's with Bitcoin kind of bouncing around that under three thirty thousand uh, $30,000 mark. So right now we're at 11. I have a look at the markets. Pretty sure we're in the green, but not nothing too exciting as far as price action goes. Uh, Terra Luna is pumping a little bit. We're going to go over some news on the Terra Luna uh, recovery plan a little bit a little bit later in the podcast. Right now, Terra Luna is up 19%. Uh, let's have a look at the top 10, top 15 cryptocurrencies here. Uh, Bitcoin, it, we're sitting at 29624 up 2% of the 24-hour. Ethereum, still below 2000 uh, at uh, 1960 up 1% in the 24-hour. We've got BNB at 326 uh, Cardano at 51 cents, Solana 48.49, Dogecoin still around that eight cent mark. <clears throat> Tron is up three percent. Tron's been kind of pumping, uh, pumping lately. Uh, Shiba, everything is everything's same as yesterday, pretty well. Uh, no change, but we're green instead of red. Um, just uh, just slightly, a little bit below, a little bit over for the top uh, top. 10 top 15 cryptos here and uh, no real exciting price action that I've seen other than uh, Terra Luna being up 20% and we'll dig into more of the news on that in a little bit. First article we're going to go over here is where to go here. Uh, It is by Cointelegraph and the title, I like it, Crypto changing how humanitarian agencies deliver aid and services. Uh, that's the headline. It's almost like the whole idea of decentralized distributed model is exactly what worked in terms of how we operated and deployed the system. So I think uh, we're going to go through the article here together, but we've seen with uh, with the protests in Canada and uh, with the early invasion of uh, the Ukraine by Russian security forces, We've seen how uh, crypto specifically and mostly Bitcoin has been used to raise funds to help causes that people believe in. And uh, that use case, I think uh, it was a little bit 
on the back burner. And I don't think people realize really how valuable it was in that specific UK use case until the protests in Canada started happening. And then uh, soon after that followed, that the protests kind of dwindled down, the fundraising kind of dwindled down. And then uh, soon after that, the uh, invasion of the Ukraine started. And then people kind of followed that same pathway and avenue and started donating crypto. It's, uh, you can send crypto around the world. Uh, very little fee for most of it if you're not sending anything on uh, not sending anything on the uh, ERC20 network and uh, it's secure so it's been really interesting to see how uh, crypto has been used but anyways uh, we're gonna dig into the article here uh, the primary use case for cryptocurrency in most wealthy countries is acquiring it and holding it trading it and using it for various other ways to make more money. In the developing world where access to financial and banking systems is limited or non-existent, innovative humanitarian organizations are piloting micro-blockchain ecosystems. We talk about this all the time on the channel, how uh, when you're a wealthy person and you call Bitcoin rat poison, you're basically canceling, uh, canceling out all those people in the world that are unbanked that can use crypto uh, to get banked. And they have people, generations, generations and generations and generations of families that have never been banked in the world. The majority of the population of the world is in this position. Bitcoin fixes this, even though that's a meme saying it does. And when you write it off, you're basically telling them to go F themselves. Uh, continuing on in the article here, in the summer of 2021, Hope for Haiti uh, was ready to launch a crypto cryptocurrency pilot program to provide 150 mothers with cell phones, digital wallets, and payment cards that use near-field communication technology. Each mom participating in the community community nutrition program was set to receive $50 per month in CUSD for six months to spend on family essentials. A select group of local vendors was trained to use the system and poised to accept the cryptocurrency payments. On August 14th, the magnitude 7.1, 7.2 earthquake rocked Haiti and decimated the area. Hope for Haiti had to delay the project and immediately shifted to disaster relief. The organization received thousands in cryptocurrency donations in short order. Skylar Bandanuk, Hope for Haiti CEO, tells the magazine, we probably bought, brought in 100 grand in crypto to support our earthquake relief efforts. Whether it was 50,000 in Bitcoin for Binance, from Binance Charity, we were getting Ethereum donated to us. We got $10,000 in Dogecoin donated to us. It came from all over. And this is a tweet. Uh, this is actually from August 24th, uh, 2021, so last summer, uh, by Binance Charity. Uh, and, there's, and the post is emergency appeal, thousands lost lives, property and access to basic needs after devastating Haiti earthquake. We call on a community of crypto donors to come together and support crucial relief work being done by Hope for Haiti FL and others on the ground. Uh, for more information, Binance.Charity slash Haiti Earthquake. Uh, yeah, so really interesting that it actually happened last summer. Uh, so the proof of concept was delivered well before the protests in Canada, just escalated by the protests in Canada. Just a year earlier, Sandra... Sandra Hart, who is at the time, who at the time was Oxfam International's blockchain innovations and cash transfer lead, was preparing to launch a cryptocurrency pilot in the South Pacific Ocean country of. This is a country I can I have never heard of. Then, 
Vamuatu after a successful first effort in the region. Hart was hoping to scale Oxfam's unblocked cash solution fivefold for the ambiguous phase two project. Then just days before launch, Cyclone Herald slammed into the nation. The category five storm decimated parts of the uh, island chain and uh, economically dependent on tourism that was already re- reeling from COVID-19 lockdowns and an active volcano eruption. So this is a post from BBC World. Uh, this post was April 6, 2020. Cyclone, just talking about the cyclones. Uh, Cyclone Harold hits Vanuatu after killing 27 in the Solomon Islands. And uh, yeah, some details on the storm there. Almost overnight, Oxfam and its local partners brought to scale a blockchain lifeline. Originally tested with 200 participants and 27 local vendors to nearly 5,000 household households and 357 vendors. The work with the local Chamber of Commons to issue cell phones to merchants and train them on the unblocked cash system on the ground a network of about 15 charitable organizations enrolled affected citizens and managed the system in a conversation with the magazine on what heart says that it's almost like the whole idea of decentralized distributed model is exactly what worked in terms of how we operated and deployed the system she adds and this is a quote by here let's decentralize let's provide a really good automated tool to deliver assistance and decentralize the way that tool is deployed across multiple organizations in multiple locations. Concurrently, to sure make concurrently to make sure that we can scale as quickly as possible. You know, I think uh, it's obviously this is a um, this is a use case for crypto. It's been proven uh, time and time again throughout the years and specifically 2021 was a big year uh, for this UK use case being proven effective and almost a preferable means of, uh, of donating. Uh, it kind of went from uh, an underground way to donate to the Canadian progress, pro- the Canadian protest to uh, the preferred method and uh, Ukraine. It was definitely the preferred method to donate just because of uh, speed and uh, speed and security and the inability of foreign actors to interfere with uh, what uh, with interfere with those donations. No matter what, uh, no matter who doesn't like them, who hates the fact that Ukraine or the protesters are receiving Bitcoin. Uh, there is nothing they can do other than uh, other than affect the on ramps, off ramps. But uh, for peer to peer transactions, there's fortunately there's nothing anyone can do to prevent that exchange of value, and uh, that is incredibly important, uh, as well as the speed of uh, transactions. So to collect money and collect donations through a centralized body, I'll use something like. Um, I guess a Red Cross would be a good example. Uh, Christmas time, they have those little donation, those little donation bowls where you can walk by in a mall and you put five bucks in or ten bucks in, or uh, whatever you want to donate at that time. Uh, it takes time and in a centralized body to take those donations, calculate them, figure out where they want to distribute them to, and again, it's where Red Cross wants to distribute them. It's not where you want to distribute them. Uh, but when you're donating in crypto to uh, specific wallets, you're taking out that middleman, working, uh, deciding completely on your own where you want to send that money and donating directly to that person uh, really fast. If, you, if you're using the Lightning Network, you're donating at the speed of light. 
We are going to wrap up that topic and we're going to save it and cover it more in future podcasts, but we're going to get into some Terra Luna news. Um, so this is a Terra snapshot expected this week. This is an article by Coindesk and the title is Terra snapshot expected this week. Here's how new Luna will be distributed. So I think watching uh, the Terra Luna Foundation try and make investors whole uh, UST and uh, Terra Luna before the crash investors whole. It is interesting to see what their solutions are. And uh, I hope (laughs) so far it hasn't been going great. They've changed the plan uh, a few times now. Uh, Duke Kwan is almost thought to be a criminal. I'm pretty sure he is under criminal investigation. There's all kinds of uh, crazy stuff attached to this story and will continue to be for quite some time. The amount of money involved uh, with this, I think it's around that 40 billion mark. And uh, there's just gonna, there's a lot of players, a lot of big players. And this story is not just going to evaporate into the night. It's going to continue to play out. Uh, but anyways, let's get the article of how they plan on making investors whole. And I believe this is going to affect people uh, like myself that picked up some Terra Luna after the crash. Uh, so headline again, Terra snapshot expected this week. Here's how the new, here's how new Luna will be distributed, distributed. The supply of tokens on the new blockchain will be just over 116 million. That's from the developers. A snapshot of the Terra's blockchain is expected to take place later this week ahead of the launch of Terra 2.0 and so-called revival of the Terra ecosystem. The implosion of Terra UST, algorithmic stablecoin, only this month. Yep, we all know that. The revival plan is now moving forward after conclusion Wednesday of after the conclusion Wednesday of a vote among network validators with a 65% approval rate. Interesting. Investors who held over 10,000 Luna tokens before UST's implosion will receive the new tokens periodically to prevent immediate selling. Over 30% of their tokens would be unlocked initially. The remaining 70% will be released over two years. New tokens will be distributed after six months to such holders. Wallets with more than 1 million Luna or USD prior to USD's depegging from the US dollar would have to wait more than a year before receiving any tokens, with a four-year vesting period thereafter, according to the revival plan. A snapshot meaning a record of the state of a blockchain at the Pacific point in time will allow Terra to send the newly issued Luna tokens to holders of old Luna. This would, in theory, allow old holders to regain some of their loss investment value while incentivizing new usage of the blockchain. The snapshot for Terra 2.0 is expected Thursday uh, tomorrow, which is, I believe, uh, oh yeah, it is on the 26th. I thought this was planned for the 27th, but it looks like tomorrow. Going by block times, the post snapshot seven seven million seven hundred ninety thousand could happen as soon as May twenty sixth, twenty twenty two, four twenty UTC time. Terra developers say in a post on on Tuesday, in a post on Tuesday, post just a bad uh, just a grammatical error there. Um, the supply at Genesis is considered lower than anybody is anticipating, close to one hundred sixteen. 0.7 million and rising to 102 after one 102 million after one year. They added addressing community concerns about a highly inflated Luna supply. How the snapshot plan came about. So 
I don't see anything about holders that bought purchased Luna after the initial uh, after the crash, which I'm actually even though I did do that, I, I'm on board with um, the way they have this plan worked out, and only because I know I full I took a gamble on purpose, knowing full well it was a gamble. Uh, Luna people that inv- invested in Terra Luna before that crash uh, looked at it as a uh, they had. Uh, conviction in Luna's project and uh, saw it as a worthy investment to hold their hard-earned money in. And uh, people that bought after, we treat it as a gamble, right? So I do agree with making them whole um, and that none of the supply going to people that bought Terra Luna after. don't have any issue with that at all. Sounds good to me. How the snapshot plan came about. In in early May, USD lost its peg with US dollars, fell as low as seven cents in two weeks. Uh, We already know this stuff. Terra's often brash founder, Duquan, came up with a revival plan in the days afterward, proposing a fork of the blockchain and an airdrop to holders affected by the UST implosion. The plan tries to make the community whole while reviving their trust in in the Terra ecosystem. A blockchain fork usually refers to the creation of a new blockchain with data from old, from the old blockchain. While the plan may seem like a fork, Terra developers have stated that Terra 2.0 will be an entirely new project. And no data from the current chain will be carried on to the new one. The revival plan, although passed by Terra Network validators, was pushed live even as results from the preliminary online poll on a hard fork plan found minimal backing among community members. Some 92% of over 6,220 6, voters on a previously held online poll voted against the change. While the popular response calling for, in quotations, no fork. So that is interesting. Exchange shows initial support to Terra Revival by listing a new Luna token. So hit BTC plans to list Terra's pl- Terra's brand new Luna token on May 27th. Maybe where that's where I got the date from. So on Friday, uh, hit BTC plans to list Terra's brand new token Luna on May 27th as the suspended Terra Classic blockchain is expected to revive as Terra 2.0. So this is talking about the uh, the fork and uh, what the consequences of that fork are. Uh, crypto trading platforms show initial signs of support for revival of the collapsed Terra network by listing Terra's brand new token, also named Luna. So for those of you that don't know, uh, this token will be named Luna and their old token will be changed to Terra Classic. Uh, when we'll see that on exchanges, then the, the uh, old token have its name changed. Uh, no news yet. We'll dig into this article together and see if it's in here. The hit BTC exchange took to Twitter on Wednesday to announce that Terra's new chain token Luna will be available on its platform on May 27th. Like we said, Friday, this news came amid Terraform Labs preparing to relaunch its protocol on May 27th to replace the old chain. So right here is May 27th, but they're saying as early as 420, uh, actually tomorrow on the other article there. Uh, anyways, as replace the old chain reference to a Terra Classic with a new chain called Just Terra or Terra 2.0, the new chain will not be forked as it will be created starting from the Genesis block. They will not share history with Terra Classic, Terraform Labs said on May 23rd. The new Terra's token will be named Luna, replacing the old to- token referred to as Terra Classic and the Terra Classic ticker 
uh, if you're interested, will be uh, L-U-N-C. So this is the actual tweet by HitBTC. This was on May 25th, yesterday, at 3.11 a.m. And dear traders, at Terra's Money, new, new chain token Luna will be available on HitBTC on May 27th, 2022. The old chain will be renamed to Terra Classic. Learn more here, and they give you the link and all that stuff. If you're interested in being an early investor on this, it's interesting, isn't it? Uh, as previously reported, Terraform Labs CEO Duquan proposed to create a new Terra chain without Terra's algorithmic stablecoin, Terra USD, in mid-May, suggesting Luna airdrops across Luna C stakers and holders, UST, and Terra Classic app developers. The proposed immediately received support from the community with 91% of Terra validators voting in favor of Terra's rebirth as of May 18th. And the time of writing the community poll is still ongoing with roughly 60% of voters supporting Terra's revival plan as Terra 2.0. Terra's revival comes after Terraform Labs halted the Terra blockchain on May 12th, following a massive network crash. We all know about that. HitPTC is apparently not the only crypto exchange intending to cooperate with Terraform Labs in the aftermath of USDC and Luna's collapse. Following Terra's successful rebirth, Binance Crypto Exchange announced that it'll be working closely with the Terra team on the recovery plan. It's interesting because Binance was like calling out Duquan uh, numerous times over the last two weeks. Um, Coinbase recently announced that it would delist the wrapped delist the wrapped Luna, the W Luna token as Ethereum token representing Luna on May 27th. Coinbase Cloud. Coinbase's infrastructure arm announced on May 20th the suspension of support for Terra and all potential Terra chains in the near future. So Coinbase is bowing out. They don't know a little, no longer want to work with Terra. That's always subject to change, of course, in the future. On May 25th, Terraform Labs CEO denied reports that he was in touch with major South Korean exchanges in order to ask them to launch the new token. One of those major South Korean exchanges is crypto.com. If any of you are aware of them, and uh, I'd have to dig in to find out who else. Um, yeah, so a little bit of news happening uh, and some big news with Terra Luna happening tomorrow and the day after. Uh, so we'll watch this story play out over the next three days. Uh, right now, everyone's just kind of sitting and waiting and watching what's going to happen. I do hope that it goes well for people that lost a bunch of a uh, bunch of money in the uh, Terra Luna debacle, the UST debacle. It would be fantastic if everyone is made whole again. We'll see how this works out in the end. Only time will tell, but the next couple of days should be interesting. Um, all right, that is going to be it for today's podcast. Thank you for listening. If you're uh, following us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, please give. Uh, please give a subscribe or follow and a review goes a long way. We're a brand new, brand new podcast and any support by the audience really goes a long way. If you want to contact me, uh, you can go to www.thewayofcrypto.com. There's an email form there. You can fill out with questions, comments, concerns. You can follow me on Twitter at way of crypto cast. And I'm on TikTok as well at way of crypto. Uh, have a great day and I will see you tomorrow. Hopefully we get some good news from the Fed today. Bye for now.